He deliberately left you your boat because he wants to fight you on the sea. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And welcome back to Scream 101. Okay, before we begin, we have to issue a statement. Oh, we have to... Uh, is it, It's a retraction. Yes. Um, last week during... Um, we here at Scream 101 uh, pride, pride ourselves, ourselves. <laughs> in, in journalistic integrity. And while we are a carefree podcast, we sometimes make mistakes. <laughs> yes. Um, and we like to correct those mistakes because we do not like spreading fake news. Um, so I said mistakenly that Billy Zane was the mummy in The Mummy. And it turns out I was wrong, as pointed out by a loyal but anonymous viewer. Um, <laughs> so um, who is the actual actor for The Mummy? Uh, is The Mummy Pharaoh Seti I? Sure. Then it's Aharon Ipale. Oh, wow. I was really off. Yeah. Oh, no. A bunch of people played the mummy. Okay. Jake Arnett, Mason Ball, Isabel Brooke, James Traherne Burton, Peter Checker, Porl Smith, and Ian Warner. All these people played the mummy Presumably in the like one feature? The CGI versions or something. Oh, well, Matt, like, you can it's tell one, us. One of those people was the mummy. Perhaps the anonymous viewer can like relay to us who, which one of them played the mummy that looks like Billy Zane. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, so that's out of the way. So Brennan, go ahead. What are we reviewing this week? Uh, this week we're having a whale of a time. Get ready. Put on your put on your parkas because this is the splash zone of Orca the Killer Whale. You're gonna put on a parka to go into the splash zone. What is it that they put on Poncho. ponchos? It's a pee. I mean, we're gonna need parkas eventually for where they end up in this movie. Yeah, because well, we'll get there. But first, our ten-word reviews. Oh, I should have taken these more seriously. Okay, so my first review. Well, since when have you taken any of this seriously? All the time. I am a journalist. Damn it. Okay. Um, The Great Wall by starring. It's not by anybody. <laughs> the Great Wall. Okay. The review is as follows. <laughs> <laughs> Damon's best work since we bought a zoo. Kimmel approved. Okay. Uh, my review of The Great Wall is. Beautiful costumes, and that's the last nice thing I'll say. This is a very nice thing to say. Um, Scott Pilgrim, a visual feast that's smart as it is funny. And my review of Scott Pilgrim versus the world is hilariously inventive parable about assholes in love. Kieran Culkin rocks. Aww. Um, it comes at night. The only thing to come at night is sleep, <laughs> which is a nod to the fact that I fall asleep during the movie. It's true. It's a nod to how you nod it off. Mm -hmm. And my review for It Comes at Night is, everything good is a nightmare sequence, so who cares? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we are reviewing Orca the Killer Whale, the 1977 Italian ripoff of... Jaws. Get, you guessed it, Jaws. Yay, what do I get? Uh, uh, do, you, do you want this Netflix DVD of Orca the Killer Whale? Do I have to return it for you? Sure. Okay, then yeah, I'll take it. Okay, here's the plot. After witnessing his mate and child's death from Nolan's hands, Orca the killer whale goes on a rampage in the fisherman's harbor. Under the villagers' pressure, Nolan, Rachel, and an Indian sail after the great beast who will bring them on his own turf. Wow, that was really poorly written. First of all, who's Nolan? And then Rachel just shows up in the said, middle. Well, Nolan's the captain. No, um, I know, but it, this is not clear in the 
plot I know summary. when you said Nolan for whatever reason I thought Nolans like you know the way people yeah who except he's from Asian. he's from Ireland oh uh yeah well so Nolan is a fisherman who just wants to he's he's Everesting these orcas he's like because they're there I want to kill them uh-huh. and he's played by Dumbledore one the 0. original yeah Richard Harris and Rachel is like a a whaleologist <laughs> I guess and she's played by Charlotte Rampling who was nominated for an Oscar not but Two years ago, last year? I don't remember. Okay. I think it was two years ago during the whole um, Oscar so white thing. So uh, last she year? is so white. So last year? Because the, the Oscars were this year. I don't know. Time is funny. It's a flat circle. Anyway, as always, we rate our movies on scariness, campiness, FX, and quality. So what was your scariness score out of five screams? What, what, were I'm you scared? I'm in between a one and a two. Okay. Um, the movie, I've seen this movie before. Um, I saw this movie as a child once when I was flipping through the channels. Um, I don't know if I relay this story yes, earlier. Yes, we, we've heard this story. Okay. Um, and I remember one scene in particular, like freaking me out to the point where it like kept me watching this boring ass movie, um, as a kid. Uh, uh-huh. what was it? What scene was it? Um, it was the opening scene where the man, uh, Nolans goes hunting for a whale and he hunts, he gets a whale and it's a female whale. And do you want to do you want to mention the rest, Brendan? Um, this is not the opening scene, as in the first scene of the movie, but it is an opening scene, as in the whale gets opened up and her fetus comes flopping out of it because she was pregnant. Yes, I thought it was clear on that. Was that not clear? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you, I was supposed to roll with you. Yeah, I was being a dose of joke. Didn't you see me like I'm sorry. doing hand motions? And I, stuff? I'm so, I didn't. I couldn't understand the hand motions. I don't speak sign language. Okay, whatever. I'm so sorry. What, what did you give it? I actually gave it three out of five. Really? You found you which were scared? Which is maybe not fair. I was No, not. this is generous. Like, good yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was not scared per se, but the like the monstrous wailing of the whales, mm-hmm. <laughs> like their roars were such a great sound effect Yeah, that they kind of cut right through you. I was mm-hmm. like, this is creepy as hell. Yeah. So what was your take on the opening scene? Or not the opening scene, but the... Oh, yeah. No, that was real gross. Uh-huh. Um, that was really freaky and just the roaring of the sad dad whale mm-hmm. <laughs> watching his like fetus die and get washed off the deck of the boat by a hose. I was like, this is intense. Yeah. And um, I guess it's not scary. I might bump it down to a two. It's not scary. But but I think it's just really graphic and it stays with you. Yeah. Like, can you imagine me, a infant child? Not infant. I was an infant. Like, a t- was a toddler? No, no. I was older. A, a child. regular child um, watching this and seeing this this whale give birth to yeah, this, that's in, ooh, this fetus. Not okay. It's just, it's, it stays with you. Yeah. Um, and I love, because this whole thing comes about an accident. This guy's trying to kill the male whale, but he nicks the fin of the whale and accidentally kills his mate. And so the, the whale that's seeking his revenge has this notch in his fin from where mm-hmm. the harpoon hit him. And it's such a cool signifier mm-hmm. of this evil whale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so good. I, this movie was Is fun. the whale evil, though? No, it was just defending its family. Mm-hmm. Basically, this um, we're watching a bunch of talky scenes with Dumbledore and Charlotte Rampling. And the whale is living in this Liam Neeson movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he gets his revenge. Yeah. It's like, this guy killed my wife and child, and I'm going to get my revenge uh-huh. and that chase him down. That's the best description. That's the best 10-word review we've ever given. Thank you. Um, yeah, I guess that's it for scariness. What's your campiness score? I gave it two. Out of five perms. Out of five perms. And it pretty much is the... Based on the fact that after the whale um, gets his revenge in certain spurts, 
Um, because as you said, um, the whale will get his revenge, and then it's followed by a scene with Charlotte Rampling. And you better mute that. I will mute that. I'm sorry. Um, Charlotte Rampling and um, uh, Richard Harris speaking. And it, that goes on, and it's just they talk forever. And it's really boring. Um, yeah. But after the whale gets his revenge, uh, he does these little backflips. Oh, my God. It's these big just middle fingers. Yeah. There's a scene where the whale does backflips in front of an exploding building that it has caused. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whale is kind of a master of science, isn't he? Because he managed to knock down like certain gas tanks, and then he managed to knock down the flames that lit out a fire, and yeah, then that the fire went all the way up to the hill. The whale's like Heath Ledger's Joker in mm -hmm. this movie. It is causing major mayhem and destruction in this Newfoundland town. He sunk all the boats in the harbor, and then he it went did. after their home. Uh what was their home again? It was oh the home that was built like on the dock. Yeah, it was built on a pier. Mm -hmm. Which, it, if a whale's trying to kill you, don't live over the ocean. Uh huh. I don't see why this is so hard for Richard Harris to understand. Yeah, that was kind of a no-brainer to be honest, because at that point they saw the whale like sink every ship. They saw yeah. the whale light a blaze to I don't know that gas refinery, whatever it was. Um, mm -hmm. and then like once they're dwelling started shaking they were like what could that possibly be yeah gee i don't know maybe it's the killer whale whose wife we murdered in cold blood like a bunch of albanian terrorists or whatever taken is about mm -hmm. uh, uh what'd you give it i don't know if you mentioned your capital score i'm giving it three out of five perms Ooh. first of all because the the actual literal opening scene of the movie <laughs> Is um these two divers underwater? Oh, or no, it's one diver and it's one diver. It's Charlotte Rampling. Yeah, it is Charlotte Rampling, but you don't know that until later. We don't. You don't discover that it's her till chapter three. <laughs> um, that was a Beauty and the Beast reference. We got for that. the record. Okay, everybody here got that. Um, so there's this big ass great white shark that shows up, and she's like, "Oh no, a great white!" And she's hiding, and she like swims back to the boat, and there's all this stuff, but then. The orca shows up and just plows through this great white and devours it. And that's such an awesome middle finger to Jaws. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're so much scarier. We're going to devour you. Yeah. And it reminds me of... Uh, Kingler? No, sorry. I was making a thing with my hands. No. Um, what in the, the... Sharknado. What? I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, I'm making it worse by the, guessing. In the movie, The Hills Have Eyes, I think I'm not gonna know whatever it is you're thinking about. No, yeah, I think there's a poster of Jaws in The Hills Have Eyes that's all ripped up, and it's kind of just like a subtle little finger, a middle finger, to say that like we're scarier than Jaws is gonna be. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's exactly the same situation that's going on here, and I love that kind of like subtle winking. Mm -hmm. I may, maybe it's not subtle. Yeah, the movie's not subtle in any way, shape, or form when it comes to the fact that it's trying to one-up Jaws. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's um, all Jaws all the time. So I did appreciate that little that little, that little, little jab. It wasn't a jab. Oh, yeah. No, it was great. That full throttle body slam it against was the Great White. It was so fun. And then you heard the Great White shouting too, right? Yeah, it was like... I, so the fully was weird sometimes. Yeah, I don't know if like that's how a shark sounds, but I liked it. Yeah. And Do uh, sharks make sounds? Do do, um, but yeah. So th so there's this uh couple that's like part of the crew of our friend Dumbledore, and Bo Derek and Paul. Yeah, who is Bo Derek? 
Um, I think she was the woman with the braids. No, but like, what does she do? What is she famous? She's for? an actress. Okay, so that's okay. I don't know. Was anything. she a She's mermaid been, or is that Daryl Hannah? That's Daryl Hannah. She was in something. With, okay. And she had braids. Okay, she had braids, and it was a thing. Pippi Longstocking. No, like it was seashell braids. Really? Look her up. I'm going. Bo to. Derek and her braids. Okay, fine. Bo Derek definitely sounds like the name of a cowboy and not of a <laughs> beautiful woman. She was in Tommy Boy, something called Fashion House. Oh, and she played Jane in Tarzan, the Ape Man. Did you enter Bo Derek and her braids? I think that's the Tommy Boy thing. Oh. But she, um, in Tarzan, the Ape Man, also starred Richard Harris. So that was not the last time she would work with him. Ooh, cool. Anyway, not important. Um, so, so Bo Derek, her character is Annie, and her boyfriend's name is Paul, which is crazy because that's the name of the couple on Halloween a year, like a year or two later. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And um, so the 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 whale rams into the boat, and she falls over, and she's like, "Ow, my leg!" And I'm like, "Calm down, you just fell over." But mm-hmm. turns out she has this whole cast, giant leg cast for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, she has fragile ass bird bones going on. <laughs> Um, but the, she's constantly trying to make love to her boyfriend Paul, and Dumbledore keeps bursting in, and he's like just caressing her cast, and they're about to do it, and he keeps dragging <laughs> Paul away, <laughs> which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the whale, like just doing its big fu dance and flipping around in front of explosions. Yes. Um, the end credits song. That wasn't meant to be campy, though. The, oh, no, okay, no, no campiness doesn't have to be meant to be campy. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's a freaking um, I, I, and of course you'll know this song because it's the most popular song ever. Um, the morning my after, heart will go on. The morning after by Marine McGovern. My There's heart will go on. To be a morning oh yeah, I know that song. After. Yeah, that was for a disaster movie. I don't remember which one. Um, but the this mo- this song in the end credits reminded me very much of that. Are you gonna play a snippet for us? No, I'm just looking up what song it is, or I yeah. mean, what movie the song was in. But yeah. um, throughout the movie, there's this kind of like subtle score throughout, um, and I don't know. I'm gonna call it the orca theme. And like as the movie ends, it kind of closes off on that orca theme. But all of a sudden, the it's, orca theme is like one step away from the jaws theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, it's joined by these words, these very high pitched lyrics. Yeah, she's like, "Rainbows are your eyes." Yeah, it was rainbows. <laughs> I can only imagine like being in the theater and listening to that play over as you're like, what the hell? No, they were probably like, uh, this is going to sell huge. It's going to go platinum. Best song of the year. And uh, Maureen McGovern wrote that song for the Poseidon Adventure. Okay. Never saw it. Wait, so th- uh, Jaws isn't the only movie on the chopping block here. <laughs> uh, what else is there? Oh, the the name of the boat is called Bumpo, which oh, I just I like thought that. was hilarious. Cause the boat, cause, sorry, because the whale kept bumping into it. I guess. I just like the name. Oh, it sounds I thought like it was a, sounds like a dumb character in Pinocchio or something. I thought it was kind of like a little a little nod to the fact that the whale just constantly kept bumping into it. I guess. As he chose. As he picked off the members one by one. Yeah, you're right. Well, that happened. What's your effect score? Out of, I out of four. Out of five? Four. Free willies. Four. Four. Why? Because the effects were good in this movie. That's a good reason. Um, I'm nothing if not fair. God, okay. Um, I'll talk since you're not going to. I give. It, I will join in. I gave it three out of five willies. Why only three? Because, well, like the gore 
stuff wasn't really there. Um, the people dying wasn't as flagrantly bloody as I was kind of hoping it would be because mm-hmm. this is an Italian movie. Um, but the actual effects on the orca moving and attacking are yeah, pretty Yeah, I thought flawless. the whale was pretty convincing. Yeah. I had to look up during the movie to make sure that they didn't harm a whale. Okay. Yeah. Ex- yeah okay. I'll... I think I'm sticking with three because uh-huh. of the gore kind of cuts it down a little bit because mm-hmm. that's a little too red or whatever. Uh-huh. But the orca is fantastic. The orca is fantastic. The scenes in which the orca was lashing out um, against the, the town's folk mm-hmm. um, were pretty cool. The fact that they had an explosion. I didn't see that coming. Did you? No, that was crazy. Uh-huh. Um, they and managed to make a whole house like... Oh, that was so Slant cool. Down. They sank a bunch of boats. They sank a house. It was a very exciting movie. Yeah, like this has probably been... Um, one of the most exciting uh, movies that we've seen for this month is the fact that things actually happen. Yeah. Um, other than uh, the scene in Deep Blue Sea where Stellan Skarsgård gets his arm bit off by the shark, mm-hmm. this is like f- my f- other favorite effects. Mm-hmm. Of like, ugh, I love the orca eating the great white. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, there's actually there's a shot of the great white in the ocean approaching the scuba diver, mm-hmm. which is a better composite shot than anything in Jaws. Mm-hmm. Um, at least oh, underwater speaking. Yeah. As you're, yeah. As you mentioned that, like I just remember really digging the fact that you could kind of see the, the great white slowly approaching the person. I was like, how did they do that back in those times? Yeah. It was intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Effects were pretty solid. Mm-hmm. This is a cool movie. Mm-hmm. And the effects were the only reason to watch it. Cause the plot is terribly boring. Yep. Whenever they talk, I tune out. Mm-hmm. I mean that happens when most people talk Like me That's not true I pay attention to you all the time You actually Okay your average with me is high And I appreciate it It's like it. I'm on a 70% okay uh-huh. Which is as much as you can give Yes um, What's your quality score? My quality score is I give this film three unlucky stars Alright I also gave it three unlucky Woo-hoo. stars Woohoo Why'd you do that? I gave it um, yeah, that I wanted score <laughs> Because it's the perfect balance between the <laughs> The perfect movie Three out of three. <laughs> no, it reached a pretty decent balance between decent effects and a somewhat engaging story on part of the whale. Um, uh, but also like, what drags it down is the talky scenes between the characters mm-hmm. who you find boring and really don't understand why they're together. Oh, I feel the exact same way. I don't think they're, they're not like married or. No, I know. But like together. you still don't understand why they keep on. Like I understand. Oh, yeah, why is Charlotte Rampling hanging out with this guy? Uh-huh. Like she under like in the beginning of the movie, she kind of gives you that like, oh, I found him intriguing because he was so blunt or something. He was interested in whaleology like I was. Uh-huh. And I was just like, okay, like this makes sense for your like initial um, meetings. But like after the fact that he's still hunting this whale down, like what is, what are you getting out of this? Yeah, that's a great point. She's like, I'm going to help you fight this whale because for basically the whale destroys all of the boats in the harbor except for his which mm-hmm. is saying meet me in the parking lot after school you and me mono whale uh-huh. <laughs> and so he's like i have to go out into the ocean to fight this whale and then they get in this boat and the whale just keeps swimming closer and closer to the north pole and they're just following it and it gets very Moby Dickish because he's like well because he's kind of a dick mm-hmm. but also he just gets obsessed with following this whale uh-huh. and i think they were trying to have that kind of literary thing going on but it was just like what just turn around mm-hmm. <laughs> if the whale's not gonna fight you don't have to go to the where santa's house to fight this whale yeah um one thing that surprised me was the fact that 
like the whale eventually sinks their ship and they're left alone on like a piece of ice yeah, in the an, Antarctic. Yeah, an ice flow. Uh-huh. Which I bet you is probably not there anymore. Global warming. Yeah. Uh, lucky them. I mean, now they would they would be fine. Um, But like they were abandoned out there all alone. Yep. So I was like, how is she going to find her way back? Because the whale, like, so, you know, spoiler alert, she killed, sorry, the whale kills um, uh, Nolan's. Uh, but Charlotte Rampling is left alone in the middle of nowhere to her own devices. Lucky for her, a helicopter just roams on by. No, no, no. Um, the 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 Native American character who I don't want to get into. That's just some mess. Mm-hmm. He made an SOS call before oh, he the did? boat sank. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you were paying attention. Oh no. I remember him dying. Yeah, he got crushed by ice. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So. But I forgot about the SOS call. That's fine. Well, it just the whole ending sequence is really uninteresting because they're just sitting on the boat. It's very much like Jaws, the third act, but way more boring Mm -hmm. where they're just sitting on this boat and they don't have an actual good screenwriter to help them be interesting. (laughs) Um, I kept wishing that the orca would just come up and like Sam Jackson them all like in deep blue sea, just while they're talking, just come up and just gobble them down. (laughs) Oh, I wish. We'll do that for a number of people though. You're right. It did. It, that was pretty fun. There was a poor, what was his name? Ken. Penny? It was Ken. Yeah, just some guy who had, I think, one line, and we don't find out his name until after he's devoured by the whale, and Charlotte Rampling goes, oh, no, Ken. Yeah. I'm like, oh, our favorite character, <laughs> R.I.P. Ken. Um, yeah. So there's some guy in a bar right now who's just tossing him back, and I was like, I was Ken and Orca. How dare you stand up to me? <laughs> oh, God. You, okay, guess who my favorite character in this movie is. The whale. Okay, favorite. Okay, whale. Yes, but favorite non-whale character. Um, is it Paul? No, it's Bumpo. <laughs> <laughs> the ship. <laughs> the ship. Um, yeah. No, just three out of five. It really splits the middle between like awesome, crazy, fishy action movie, and just hella boring. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I felt like this movie suffered from kind of the same issues that Jaws did. Um, which are what? Uh, it had a good premise. Uh-huh. It had pretty decent execution, mm-hmm. but it was too serious in certain parts, and that caused it to drag. You're right. And me to tune out. Yeah, especially the middle where she they're arguing their reverse like orca philosophies. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, I do not care about this. Yeah, I really don't care that you have a PhD in wellology. Just show me the whale killing you guys, and like we'll, we'll be cool. Yeah, exactly. Like I, it, it needed to be a little more slashery, mm-hmm. <laughs> really. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, so this is the final film of the month. Ooh. So that's so exciting. Did you learn anything this month, Brennan? Yeah, this is this is really about me because you'd seen most of these movies before. Mm-hmm. I learned that I love the special effects in aquatic horror movies, but the characters aren't very interesting to me. But that might be because I'm not particularly interested or invested in the ocean itself. So uh, the ocean... I talk. I was talking like Romy from Romy and Michelle. The ocean. Um, so like characters who are surfers or boaters or oceanographers or whatever don't. I don't really engage with those characters because I don't. I'm not a fan of their discipline. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, like the characters, I don't engage with as much. But the sharks eating people, I'm still pretty into. Okay, that's a very decent, I guess, explanation for why you don't care about oceanographers yeah anyway um we're gonna catch you next friday which is june 30th for our outro episode where we cover 
little more about just closing the episode. We play our game, which I'm very excited about. Um, but here's how to contact us on the show if you want to be friends. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Scream101Pod. Find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. Email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes. iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Give us five stars, and you can get a digital download code of The Shallows, which is a great shark movie. Yes, it is. Ties Better than Orca. with this month. If you've enjoyed this month, you'll enjoy The Shallows. Oh, yeah. I hope you have. Oh, um, speaking of, well, speaking of enjoyment, I guess, there's a new podcast coming to the Pod People Network. Oh, what? Tell yeah. me more. It's called Cast Party, and it stars me. What? And Dave Bloom, who is my high school drama teacher. Um, this is a podcast of us hanging out and talking about pop culture, and it's not actually about horror movies, which is kind of exciting for me because I only ever talk about horror movies. Yes, this will be a good break for you. Yeah, I have other interests, and we can explore those in Cast Party. I'm going to play a little trailer for that at the end of this episode. Uh, don't be alarmed by the terrible audio quality on the trailer. I super messed up and didn't click the right button, but the episodes themselves sound awesome, and they're going to be really fun. Um, that's cool. That's cool. I'm excited. Dave's a cool guy, and oh, yeah. you more than know your stuff. Oh, yeah, but Dave knows so much. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, our theme song is A Beat For You by Pseudo Echo. You should check them out. A Beat For You is actually available on iTunes in a live version on their live album. So you really? should check it out. Will do. Thank you. Will do. Um, yeah. That, that is Beat For Echo. Beat For Echo. A, a Beat For You. A Beat For You. By Pseudo Echo. By Pseudo Echo. Although if if um, if um I was making an Australian new wave band, I would call them Bumpo. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good luck okay. on your journey. Yeah, everyone. everybody. And stay gold. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. We did that on purpose. I did do that on purpose. Ugh. What? You're just the worst. We can start over if you want. We can. And we will. Hold on. I'm going to just turn Let me down a little bit. Over here. Yeah. It isn't subtle. This movie was clear. Sorry, did it was that loud? Yeah, just repeat that. Hold on. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. We can even go and take a walk or something. Hello. And welcome to the trailer for Cast Party, the podcast. I'm Brennan. I'm Dave. I'm a professional media writer slash mogul at Blumhouse.com. And I used to be his teacher. And his last name is Bloom. No relation. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we are the hosts of Cast Party, which is a freewheeling pop culture conversation on the Pod People Network. Um, We will be premiering our first episode on Monday, July 3rd, and I hope you guys can join us. Yeah, join us. We're going to talk about lots of stuff and probably frustrate you because we go off on tangents a lot. If you like tangents, you'll (laughs) like our show. And I know I've really made a name for myself in the horror community, but this (laughs) podcast is... (laughs) 
This podcast is not going to be about horror movies so much because Dave is a weenie. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the other things that we find interesting. Um, we bring two different perspectives, which is very yeah. interesting. Like, what? What? Like, um, I know Tom Selleck because he was in Friends, and I know Tom Selleck from Magnum PI. What's that? <laughs> it was a show in the no, early I know, 80s. but like, oh. I'm young. Get it? I got it. See you on Monday. <laughs> Bye. Professional. Yeah. <laughs>